0: The Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of Launch And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about validating your startup again. A lot of validation startup questions this week, which is great. I think validating your startup is one of the Least talked about, least researched, but most important parts of building a company. So I'm excited we get to cover it so much this week on the podcast. Now, today's question comes from Simon in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we're going to be talking about some of the metrics he's collected already as he's tried to validate his startup and whether or not those metrics are telling him to keep moving forward or to have a hard stop and decide to do something else. So today, if you're trying to validate your startup or you're going to in the near future and you're curious to know what metrics you should be looking at and how to interpret those metrics, then you're definitely going to want to stick through this episode.
1: Today's question comes from Simon in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He writes in, I created a landing page to get people to sign up for beta and I've had 220 users visit the site from September 1st to today, October 11th. I'm tracking scroll depth and I have 17% conversion rate on that. However, I've only had 2 people sign up for the beta using the sign up form, a conversion rate of 0.9%, neither of which completed a simple survey I sent in a follow up email. I have also acquired one beta user through Reddit who has completed the survey, which would bring my actual conversion rate to 0.45%. I'd say 80 to 90% of my traffic has come from paid ads on Facebook and a mix of posts and a single paid ad on Reddit. Should I interpret these results as people are not interested enough to sign up for the free beta, so they likely are not interested in the product? Should I pull the plug and save my efforts for something else?
0: Hey, Simon. So thanks for your question. I know numbers like this can feel discouraging. Okay. I've been there before. A lot of our customers have been there before where it seems like some of the numbers are going right. And some of them aren't going right. Now I'm just going to read through your numbers real quick, just to make sure that I have a good understanding of it. Okay. So you've had 220 users visit the site. Okay. It's been about Five weeks since you did that. Okay. And you're tracking scroll depth. For anyone who doesn't know what scroll depth is, it just means how many people are staying on the page and scrolling down to the bottom of the page. Okay. That's what scroll depth means. And he has a 17% conversion rate of people who go down to view that. Now he's only had two people sign up for beta, which is the big problem. At least in his eyes, it's the problem. Okay. And only one of them has completed a survey, you know, all that stuff. Nobody completes surveys. So that's not really a big deal. That doesn't surprise me, but he's wondering whether or not he should interpret these results as people just not being interested. So there's a lot of ways to interpret these numbers. I'm going to talk about it from like my point of view, if I was in his shoes, what I would be doing and how I would interpreting, be interpreting these numbers. First, I would interpret these numbers in a positive way. Okay, 220 people to the site with 17% of them viewing the entire site and probably a pretty low bounce rate to boot is not a bad sign. I think that's a good sign. The thing that I would be thinking though at this point is why aren't people converting? Well, if you look traditionally at how many people convert for a normal web application or a normal application, typically... You're looking at around one to 2%. Okay. Sometimes it's higher. Sometimes it's lower. I'm not talking about landing pages. I'm talking about just visitors to a website in general. Okay. Like, and you're a SaaS company. You're trying to get people to register for your application. Okay. Typically like good companies who are doing a decent job are somewhere around 2%, but anywhere between one and 2% is not terrible. Okay. Now with that in mind, if you put it in that perspective, like your conversion rate, doesn't seem to be all that bad. Okay. Sure. It's not great. Like, you know, it's not a really good conversion rate, but it's not a terrible conversion rate. All right. But because of that, what I would be looking at, and whenever I look at someone's sales funnel or sales pipeline or when they're trying to validate all the numbers, I always look at it from the top down. So here's the steps that I would take to see and pinpoint which number is actually the problem. A lot of times what founders will do is they'll go try to change a bunch of things at once. That's the worst possible thing you can do because then you're not pinpointing what the actual problem is. So because right now, you know, he has people visiting the site already and he's doing it mostly through paid advertisements. I would start from the top and go work my way down. And by the top down, what I mean is starting from getting traffic, like where you're getting the traffic from. The second step, like from the top down, would be the page that they're going to. The third step down would be how they're actually signing up, okay? So those are like the three steps that I would look at in this process. So I would start at the very top and look at where am I getting this traffic from? And I would analyze as much of that as I possibly can. A lot of times in this situation, what I've found is the real problem isn't the fact that you're running paid ads, is that you're running paid ads terribly. <laughs> you're using the wrong targeting, the wrong audiences, you're targeting the wrong interests. Like it's just, you're not targeting the right people who are interested in your product. Okay. If I had to look at it as a glance, I don't think that's exactly the problem because you are having people stay on your site and scroll down and you know read everything that's on your website. So I don't think that's the issue, but I always start with the top down. So what I would do is like for a week, spend my time focusing on that. Fixing, you know, making sure that the audience I have targeted is the right type of audience. And by doing that, I would maybe have a couple different ad sets in Facebook running, you know, one targeting a certain demographic and another one targeting another demographic, just to see whether or not they're working differently and see if I can improve that a little bit. Then the second thing I would focus on is your website. Okay. Is your website optimized for conversions? Like, is it giving people the right information? Is it clear how you're solving the problem? Is it clear what problem you're actually trying to solve? I would look at all of that stuff on the page to see if there's a reason why people aren't signing up. Okay. And maybe you'll find something in there that's like, you know, what? Maybe it's not clear. The best way that you can analyze whether or not this is true is not just to analyze, you know, oh, people are staying on my page for this long and they're scrolling to this depth. If you don't have it already, I would install what's called Full Story. Um, maybe they'll sponsor the podcast one day. I think I've mentioned them a million times, but FullStory.com, F U L L Story.com is a tool, and it, I think it's free up to a certain amount of visitors to your site per month. But what it does is you install this snippet of code on your website. And once you do that, you can actually see people interacting on your website. You can see where they're scrolling to. You can see what they're reading. It's an actual recording of what they're doing on your website, everywhere their mouse is moving, like where they're reading to, where they're scrolling to, what buttons they click on, what pages they're viewing. You can see their whole journey on your website by just clicking play within Full Story. It's a really, really awesome tool. I think it's free for up to... I think it's three hundred recordings per month. It might be more than that. I don't really remember, but uh, it's a great tool. So I would do that. Like check to see, okay, not only how far are people scrolling, but like when they're scrolling, where are they stopping? What are they reading more of? What buttons are they clicking on? Where are they going? Do they even get to the bottom? Like when they don't get to the bottom, where are they stopping on the page? Like that's all the data that I would want to analyze the page. Now, the next thing I would analyze past that step is the actual way that you're getting them to convert. Are you asking for more than just their email address? A lot of times when founders have low sign-up rates on their landing page forms, uh, it's because they're asking for like name, phone number, how big is your organization? What's your email address? What's your address? What's your grandkids name? What's your uncle's name? What year were you married? (laughs) Like all of this information is like, do you really need any of that? Like you're just signing up for beta. All you really need is their email address. Who cares what their first name and last name is and all that stuff. Okay. You just want their email address. Now that's the way that I would test everything, but I want to caveat all that with this. People do not sign up for betas. Okay. It's a very rare thing. Like not only are you segmenting out your list of people who could potentially be visiting your site by only focusing on early adopters, but you're also assuming that those early adopters would want to be early adopters of your specific product. I love startups. I look at startups all the time. I go check out landing pages all the time. I personally cannot remember the last time I signed up for a beta for an application when it wasn't live yet. Can Do you? Like if you're listening to this, do you remember the last time you went and gave someone your email address to be notified in seven or eight months of when they're going to launch? I doubt it. And if it happened, it's probably like one out of a, a hundred, even though there was probably products you were really interested in, you just didn't feel the need to be like, oh, I'll come back to it later when they're live. That's probably what you thought. And that's what I always think. I'm like, yeah, I'll hear about them down the road, you know, Oh, they seem cool. I'll come back to it. Like they're not live yet. So maybe I'll go find something else that could solve my problem right now. Cause they're not live yet. So don't worry too much about how much conversions you're getting, especially if you're just in beta. People don't like signing up for betas. It's just the truth, okay? What you should be worrying about is whether or not they're actually getting to the point where they see your solution anyway. If you have a great ad that talks about your product and the solution that you're offering to solve that problem that the person has, and they're clicking on it, that's like one step that they're taking to show you that they they are interested. And if they're reading your page and reading all about how your product solves that problem, that's another form of validation because you know that the person is actually interested in the problem you're solving. Whether or not they sign up for your beta, you know, people don't do that very often, okay? Uh, it's just a, not a normal thing for someone to be like, yeah, let me sign up for beta or let me sign up to get notified. People just don't do it that much. So don't let that discourage you from building your product, okay? You're not really going to know whether or not this actually is going to work. This startup idea is going to work until you launch something and try to sell it. Or you do what I said on the last episode and you pretend to sell. Maybe this is a good idea for you. You pretend that it's live and you try to get people to sign up for it. Okay. But anyway, Simon, good luck with everything. If you want me to check out your exact landing page, you didn't send me the link to it. Send it over to hello at launch and our team will go ahead and check it out. Uh, but good luck on everything. Don't worry too much about the conversion rate numbers on the page. Worry more about those other two things that I mentioned earlier in the episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. I have two big announcements for you. First, if you haven't joined Launch Club yet, it's our private Facebook group that has tons of entrepreneurs and founders who are trying to build, launch, and scale their startups. The community is new, and we're trying to get more and more founders into it. So if you're interested, go to launchpeer.club to sign up also our team's writing a book and it's almost done we hope to ship the book out in november if you're interested go to launchrecipes.com where we're profiling 40 of the biggest startups of the 21st century and really documenting how they went from zero to one customer one to 10 customers and the exact tactics they used to do that so if you want to claim your free book go to launchrecipes.com